Welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy. My name is Armando, and with me, as always, is the replacement for Christian Burrito and Dale DeMont, Mark. Mark, what's your last name, Mark? Anderson. How do we, uh, where do we find you at? Anderson T9X on Twitter. Anderson T9X. What does T9X mean? Uh, we went over that last pod. It's a reference to a song. Which song? Uh, from Tech Nine called The Tech Nine Experience. Like, uh, like the 69 rapper? No, not that guy. It's older. Okay, cool. Um, just want to let everyone know if I, uh, I'm kind of whispering because I'm in a hotel type space in a bed and breakfast in Maine. Um, so I'm going to sound really awkward and uncomfortable the rest of the pod. So sorry, guys. Um, so Brito's not here. He kind of canceled. So I'm stuck with this guy named Mark. I think this is our second pod together. Um, yep. I think we're gonna start. I think we're gonna start off the pod with just some uh, some quick news. There isn't a lot of stuff to talk about, but uh, Chris Carson is uh, did not practice this week, and Carroll came out and said that uh, Mike Davis is actually gonna get more uh, work. Mark, well, how are you feeling about this? Because I drafted Chris Carson, feeling like he was he looked great in the preseason, and right now, like you know, two weeks ago he looked great. Last week, Mike Davis looked great, and now I'm kind of like about to hit the panic button on Chris Carson. How are you feeling? Well, living out here in Seattle, I have a little bit of inside information. I, I guess I can't call it inside information, but just from what I'm hearing out here is, you know, Carson's the go-to guy. I wouldn't get rid of him yet. Mike Davis is just a filler. Carson kind of banged himself up when they ran him 32 times against Dallas. And once he gets back to fully healthy, I expect him to be the lead down back again. What the telling sign is that Rashad Penny is not the answer so far. They're not looking to him. At all. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think he had like 10 carries last game, but, I mean, he didn't do anything with it again. Mike Davis looked fabulous. So, again, I guess he just drops even lower on the pecking order. And, you know, like if you have Penny in a non-dynasty keeper league, he's almost droppable. Unless you want to stack him, you know, deep, 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 deep in your bench. I don't think Penny's really worth rostering moving forward. Right. Um, so the next guy we're going to talk about is Larry Fitzgerald. He didn't practice again Wednesday. Honestly, I don't think you're starting him moving forward anytime soon until he gets fully healthy. I mean, it's going to be Christian Kirk and maybe, um, RS, RSJ, but there isn't really anyone else starting over there in my opinion, besides David Johnson, of course. Yeah. Are you, are you on the board with just benching Larry Fitzgerald the rest of the season? I don't know. I, I think they're giving him the veteran take the week off, play the games. Because didn't he play like 90% of the snaps still over uh, last week? He's playing, but like what is he doing with it really? Like you can't can't trust him moving forward at all. I'm playing him one more game. He's playing San Francisco in that terrible defense. I'm putting him in there. I think that they're going to be throwing a lot this week. And I'm trusting him just one more week. And if he doesn't do anything this week, then he's going to my bench because I am a Larry Fitzgerald owner. If he has anything, if he does anything this week, I think he's definitely worth trading. But I'm going to have him ranked in the mid to late 30s, if that. I mean, I'd rather have uh, Chester, like we'll talk about later, Chester Rogers this week. I think there's a lot more upside there over Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what Rosen's going to do in game two going against a bad defense on the road. So I'm holding out a little bit of hope because I think Rosen can really lock in on Fitzgerald. They don't really have anyone else to throw to. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, David Johnson's starting to get a lot more work in the past, so that's interesting that, you know, but I agree. There isn't anyone else, but he's not healthy. He's not doing anything with it. So, I mean, 
if you're not, you know, you can have all opportunity in the world, but if you're not doing anything with it, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people drafted him as a wide receiver too, so he's he's definitely not panning out as that right now. Not at all. Um, so Fuller is on the injury report. Uh, Lamar Miller's on the injury report. DeAndre Hopkins is on the injury report. Um, I think they're all going to end up playing this week, but the guy that I think is the most interesting is Cootie. How do you say his name? Kiki? Kiki Cootie? Yeah, that's right. I love that's a fucking great name, Mark. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you got that one right. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, um, you know, he's playing the slot, and I think that's exactly what this offense needed. And if they kind of, you know, pull back Fuller a little bit and start throwing more towards the slot, I think Kiki could have a really big rest of the season. I think Fuller's still going to be viable, even, you know, with just a few four or five targets, I think he's still going to be usable. But I think Kiki's a deep, deep dive i think he's definitely worth rostering moving forward especially with everyone getting banged up yeah i agree with that and especially with fuller's injuries man whenever you hear that fuller has a hamstring you're like oh man because that guy just uses his speed and and his burst and hamstring slows him down in his injury history i like i think i'm gonna try to add kiki or get him where i can now going forward yeah, he's owned in all my dynasty leagues, in my SFB league, Scott Fishbowl. He's owned in my sleeper wire league. Like, I just can't get my hands on him. You know, the standard, you know, redraft leagues, he's there, but you know, the harder ones, he's gone already. So just keep an eye on him. Uh, so Devonte Freeman, there's a chance he's going to play this week. Are you trusting him? I don't know. I think from what I read, it looks like he's going to play, and it really hurts Coleman this week. So I kind of liked Coleman going against Pittsburgh and. Now they might be running them both out there. That's just something I'm going to avoid completely. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you own Freeman, I would probably have him ranked as a low-end RB2 and Tevin Coleman as, you know, a flex RB3. Um, it maybe maybe switch that up, you know, one way or the other. But, you know, I think Tevin Cole will be more involved in the past. But I'm not – I mean, if I have better options, like I'd rather be starting, you know, Hines this week against New England on Thursday Night Football or – Yep, you know, agree. You know, those type of guys. I'm going to look for more upside. These guys are banged up, and Freeman just muddies the water a lot. And Ito Smith looked looks really good. Like, I think there's a chance he could uh, take one of those guys' job, you know, if not this season, definitely next. Yeah, I agree. If I own Freeman, I'm not starting them this week. But if I'm a Tevin Coleman owner, I'm worried that he's going to lose touches to Freeman. It's just a yeah. bad situation. I'd rather know that one's playing and one's not. Yeah, 100%. Um, so Dalvin Cook is absent again with hamstring injury. He's already said earlier this week that he is injured. He's not 100%. Um, I don't know if you can trust him. I think if you have him and you have no other options, you kind of have to start him. But what do you do? Like, if you don't, like, are you trading him? What are you doing with Dalvin Cook right now? I think you got to sit and wait. I hope the Vikings rest him because – he came off an injury last year. He's got an injury this year. He's the future of the team. Don't put him out there. Stop rushing him for 10, 10 attempts for 40 yards a game or 15 attempts for 40 yards. Just let him sit a couple, get healthy, and bring him in the rest of the season because the Vikings are a playoff team. I still believe in them, and they've they've uh, stumbled the last couple of games, but they'll be back there, so they need to rest him. So my advice personally with anyone who owns Dalvin Cook is this is the last week that I'm going to start him. And if he does nothing this week, I'm going to have to bench him until he actually shows up. And I'm going to re- might regret it in a few weeks having him on the bench, but he's had a full, you know, week to prep. He was, he's been off since Thursday. If he doesn't do anything 
this week. I think it's time to bench him and just wait it out until like he shows a flash. I don't think you could trade him. I don't think you could do anything with him. Just sit and wait and look for better options on the waiver wire. I don't think you can start Murray either. CJ Ham is somewhat interesting because he's so deep, but for the most part, I'm just staying away from the RB situation if Cook does not do anything this week. That's a t- he's got to go against a tough run defense too, so that's a tough spot for him going against Philly on the road. Yeah, no, it's not It's not looking good for anyone who owns Dalvin Cook. Um, that's going to do it for the news for the most part. Is there anything I, I didn't cover? Off the top of my head, no. no but, I okay. mean, always check the injury report coming into the weekend. Stuff changes a lot. and We, we post stuff on Eat Sleep Fantasy, so check yeah. that out. All right, cool. So um, I just want to remind everyone to uh, sign up for our DFS stuff. $5 gets you some lineups from our fantasy, what is it, DFS Eat Sleep Fantasy podcast? Is that how it goes, Mark? What's it called? Yeah, Dynasty and DFS podcast. You can find them at DFS underscore ESF on Twitter. I like how you kind of said that with a question mark. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to remember if that's his. I mean, you can find them if you search that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna hear about this tomorrow. As soon as Dale gets his podcast, he's gonna be like, "You're a fucking idiot, Armando. How do you not know your own fucking podcast?" <laughs> yeah, you can find their podcast by searching any of your podcast platforms. Uh, DFS ESF. All right, so let's jump into uh, this Thursday night football. So before we jump into it, I just want to give you guys a few um, injury updates. As of right now, as of you know, it's gonna happen. Doyle, Hilton, Mac are officially out against the Patriots. Um, Rob has been limited all week and Josh Gord is questionable. Um, so those are the big things you need to know and how this is going to play out. You know, you're going to have to, you're going to be looking for someone. I already benched T Y Hilton. I'm throwing in um, Tyler Boyd and in my other leagues, um, that I, you know, kind of desperate on the waiver wire. I picked up Chester Rogers. So, you know, let's get right into it. I just want to toss that out there. Um, go ahead. Yeah, those those are some big names being ruled out. It really kind of keys in on the Colts and who you can play for them this week because now they only have about five guys viable, like fantasy-wise, to play. And then you can almost narrow that down to three who are going to be their big fantasy performers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's let's start with the quarterbacks in this week. Uh, we have Andrew Luck going against that uh, horrendous pass defense of New England Patriots. Um, what do you think about Andrew Luck this week? Look, Andrew Luck's been pretty good this year, despite what people are saying about him. He's not throwing the ball far downfield, but he's still averaging a good amount of passing yards per game. He has what does he have? nine touchdown passes and only three interceptions. He's passed for 1,060 yards. So, I mean, he's throwing the ball a lot, and this Colts team isn't going to be able to run the ball, especially against New England. I think they're going to have to pass to stay in the game. So I like him this week again. Are you starting him this week? Is he going to be – you think you'll have him ranked in your top 12? Yeah, I don't see why not. They're 10-point yeah. underdogs. They're going to be throwing a lot to stay in the game. Yeah. if I mean, right now, like, there's chances you might have someone like Andrew Luck and Jared Goff. I mean, where are you leaning right now? Like, right now, I'm personally – I think I'm going to start Jared Goff over Andrew Luck this week at least. Yeah, I'm there. I don't really like starting guys on Thursday, but this over-under on the total in the, is in the 50s, so there's going to be a lot of points scored. Yeah, I just feel like, at least with Thursday Night Football, before we go too deep into it, like 
I think last week was an anomaly. You don't see games go for 38 to, you know, to 41 Thursday night. It's usually like, you know, a slug nasty fest of like 14 to like 10 or something. Like teams look bad. Last week is not normal, and I don't imagine that to repeat itself. I mean, still Andrew Luck and Tom Brady are still, you know, two elite guys, but I just can't see them repeating like what we saw last week. I wouldn't expect, you know, I don't expect 40 points from Andrew Luck, and I don't expect 40 points from Tom Brady this week. No, I'm there with you. Realistically speaking. But I can see Um, both teams scoring in the 20s or like a 30 to 20 type game, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I do agree with that. I mean, they're two elite guys, so it's possible. I just, you know, realistically, personally, I think I'm going to have, I think I have Brady ranked five, Andrew Luck probably around the 12-ish range just because there's a lot of guys playing really good, you know, with Matt Ryan going off, Drew Brees, you know, Goff, Holmes. Like, Andrew Luck's just falling a little, you know, below those guys at this point in the season. How do you feel about Luck with T.Y. Hilton being out? Does that help him, hurt him, make no difference? I don't think it makes a lot of difference. I think this helps the guys around him. Um, I mean, he's already targeting, like last week when he went down, I mean, Chester Rogers had 11 targets. Uh, Grant had seven targets. Hines had 11 targets. I mean, he, people he's still throwing the ball. I mean, Ebron's still out there. You know, I don't think it's going to affect him too much. I think it's going to help. It's going to hurt him a little more in the red zone. Um, he's not going to have the big body out there. But, you know, Ryan Grant has already caught a few touchdowns. Chester Rogers caught one last week. I think they're both, you know, going to be fine. You know, he's he has to take he's gonna regress a little bit with T. Y. Hillen because he is such an elite talent, but I think for the most part he should be, you know, maybe one or two points less than I would usually pencil him down for. Yeah, and it's not like he's throwing the ball deep to T. Y. He's keeping it short. His completion percentage is almost sixty eight percent on the year. And you know, he's throwing short ones to T. Y. Hilton instead of the long ones that he's used to, so the other guys can step into that role, I believe. So I'm oh, with yeah. you. I think he's fine. Yeah. Um, so let's move over to Tom Brady. Um, he's going against the Colts. The Colts have actually been pretty good this year on defense. But um, Brady is getting back Julian Edelman. Um, and Josh Gordon is another week in the offense, figuring everything out. Um, yeah, I don't know what to think of how this offense is going to shape. I think, this is, if anything, I think the person is going to benefit. You can call me crazy if you want. But I think this is really going to benefit Philip Dorsett. Yeah, I'm calling you crazy on that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I mean, you got Gronk, you got Edelman back, you got Chris Hogan there, you got Josh Gordon, you got James White. I mean, where's Philip Dorsett going to get the volume? I understand what you're saying. But last week, Philip Dorsett was out there with Josh Gordon, okay? The volume was, you know, James White got 10 targets, okay? So those I can see James White going taking a step back with Julian Edelman coming and you know James White will end up with like five targets right. Philip Dorsett still got seven targets. That's the same amount as Gronk. Josh Gordon only got two. Are you pushing maybe Chris Hogan out of the picture then a little bit? I mean he had one target last week for you know twenty five yards you know and before that he hasn't been doing jack shit. So yeah I think I didn't push him out of the picture. I think he's already been pushed out of the picture. I mean Cordell Patterson had five targets. Hogan still only had one. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady, um, it's he's kind of had an up and down season. I don't know what to think about him right now. Yeah. You know, I agree. I mean, he's they, only I averaging think... 229 yards, 229 passing yards per game, 65% completion percentage, and two touchdowns a game. 
Now that's not like the Tom Brady of old. Are they going more running? Is he throwing it less or just not taking the deep shots? He doesn't have like uh, cooks anymore. Someone to stretch the field. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm personally, I've been down Tom Brady for the past six years, and I think this, I don't think he's taking a step back necessarily, if, um, in the NFL aspect, but in fantasy wise, he's definitely taking a step back for me. I mean, they drafted a running back in the first round. They have hundreds of other roles, like clearly, you know what I mean? Like, yep. they're trying to move, they're trying to move the offense towards a way that'll elongate Tom Brady's career. Um, so yeah, I think he's going to take a step back in fantasy, and I think he's probably, in my opinion, a mid-range quarterback one i would i would still start him over um andrew luck this week but i mean there's there's other guys playing a lot better than him right now um i don't think he's a must start um right now with you know you can pick up he could have had guys like matt ryan Goff um picked up off the waiver wire earlier in the season you know yeah it's it's different not to have tom brady ranked in your top five every week he he's kind of slipping a little bit yeah um but uh, so can you rate? I mean, obviously, I kind of disagree with you. But can you rate the quarterbacks, the wide receivers for the uh, Patriots this week? Like one, two, three, four. Oh no, not a chance. Um, <laughs> I just, I just don't know who he's gonna throw to. But I mean, I don't know if Edelman's gonna just jump back in and be his boy again. That he's gonna target all over the place. You know, Hogan's dropping out of the picture. I don't know what to think about Josh Gordon because it's his second game with the team. You know, is he just going to be that deep threat that they look to only a couple times a game if the matchup's right? Like Tom Brady likes that underneath just kind of quick throw. Yeah. So that sets up for Julian Edelman, and but it's his first game, so we don't know what to think about him, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think there is a real chance that Josh Gordon does not play this week. I mean, he's been limited with it with a hamstring injury it's popping up again on the injury report so i think there's a chance he might be out gronk might be out i mean i totally see i think edelman will will be on the field but i can totally see it be more you know james white philip dorsett out there and the other guys just being a decoy you know especially for it being thursday night football if they end up playing i think they'll be maybe on a maybe not on a snap count but they'll be you know somewhat limited on the field so for me for me it's gonna be you know james white dorsett gronk josh gordon if there's uh, like i'm looking at these guys again and just going over their names if i owned any of these guys i wouldn't feel comfortable starting any of them this week thursday night game four four or five guys the only guy i would want to start is gronk maybe i mean i'd probably have better options than james white but the receivers like there's no way i'm taking a stab on them this week yeah no i mean i'm in a 10 team i think we're starting 12 guys 14 guys i'm starting philip dorsett as my last flex option just because i mean there he has been solid and consistent minus that one game week three he's been fine you know he's caught touchdown two or three times he's you know getting plenty of targets so personally i'm rolling out philip dorsett in you know in a hail mary just because he has that upside um but he's a you're you're right there isn't really animals i think you start james white um especially after last week but um that's yeah. pretty much it for me. The thing is, though, someone's going to do well in this game because if they're predicting this many points in the game, you know, they're going to go to somebody. Yeah, so no, they, I agree. I'm kind of leaning Edelman. I don't know if it's just because he's coming back or but it's just that connection that Tom has with him. He loves to target him underneath. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, it might be a heavy Sonny Michelle. So if he has Sonny Michelle, I think it's I think he's safe to, you know, rev up as, you know, probably a mid to RB2. 
I'll probably have him ranked around 18 to 19 in that range. I think he's safe to start without a problem, especially against the Colts and Thursday Night Football. I think RBs are the number one things you guys would start on Thursday Night Football without a question. Sonny Michelle, James White, throw him out there. They'll be fine. Yeah, I agree with that. So before we get into running backs, let's hit up the Colts wide receivers. Yeah, that's a good idea. We have Chester Rogers, we have Ryan Grant, and we have the emergence of Zach Pascal. Yeah, you brought up Zach Pascal, and I, you know, tell me about him because I don't. <laughs> he's kind of a curveball for me. I don't know much about him, but I was just as I was researching before this, he had six catches for fifty-six yards and a touchdown last week. He was he scored the first touchdown of the game for the Colts, I believe. Yeah. So he was being used early before even Ty went out for the game. He's six right. two, two nineteen. You know, he could be the red zone threat. I think he's going to definitely play on the edge. That's why I was asking, who do you think is going to be running in the slot? Because yeah. if Chester Rogers in the slot, that means Zach Pascal might be playing full time outside. Yeah. Um, so I was reading a couple articles, you know, from 2016 before uh, Luck went down, and he was talking up Chester Rogers as the guy to watch right before he went down. And you know, obviously, we didn't have Andrew Luck last year, but you know, now we're starting to see the emergence of Chester Rogers. So right now, I'm kind of pinning my. Uh, my hat on Chester Rogers for this game and maybe even moving forward um, from everything I read, I, they're going to put him in the slot. They're going to put him in the outside. Um, so I know Ryan Grant has been the the wide receiver too as of right now. But I mean, last game he had 11 targets, eight receptions for 85 yards. Um, that's more than Ryan Grant and more than Pascal. Pascal, I think had 10 targets, you know, six receptions. So he's the guy I'm throwing my dart in. I think Pascal's a great sleeper, especially in deeper leagues. He's definitely worth a start. I mean, without T.Y. Hilton, I mean, that's, you know, 10 targets that are going to be split throughout everyone else. And against the Patriots, they're going to be tossing just to stay in the game. Um, but he's the guy I'm kind of throwing out there if, I need, if I'm desperate. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think Chester Rogers is going to be the high target guy. He had eight catches for 85 last week. You know, he's getting all the volume. He's going to get a lot of the underneath. I, I don't think he's going to be the big yardage guy, and I'm not, not sure about his touchdown upside, but if you're in a PPR league, Chester Rogers is going to be a good play this week. Yeah. Um, we can, I think we kind of skipped over the uh, Colts running backs, or were we about to get into that? Yeah, we can jump into that too with it. Okay, yeah. So with the Colts running backs, I mean, honestly, you're not starting Jordan Wilkins. Um, nope. you're, start, you're not starting Jeremy Nichols, but Hines – in a PPR league, I mean, for me, he's a top 15 play. I know it's a little crazy, but he got 11 targets last game, last game with nine receptions and two touchdowns. And he's more explosive than Wilkins in the running game. Um, they might not be using him as much as they should be, but he's still going to be on the field a crap load, especially with T.Y. Hill out. So I know that's a little high to have Hines, but I don't, I don't see how you can bench him, especially against the Patriots on Thursday Night Football. No, I'm with you. If I had Hines, I think I do in one league. I'm thinking about playing him as an RB2 because the passing upside. I mean, he's not going to rush a lot. The Colts only have 288 total rushing yards in four games, so they're not a good rushing team. Jordan Wilkins isn't getting it done. Naheim, Naheim, Hines. <laughs> I can't even do it. I pulled a U. Naheem Hines. <laughs> He hasn't been getting it done. Uh, Marlon Max obviously been banged up. They just can't run the ball. But as we expect the Colts just to have to pass a lot in this game, that's going to benefit Hines big time. And I think he's going to see 10, 11 targets again this game. And and they use him a lot in the red zone. Like he's getting into the end zone on the short catches. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the one thing Patriots do good is take away their best player. And I think there's a chance that, 
you know, Hines is going to be labeled as the best player on offense. You know, there's no T.Y. Hill, and so who will, they're not going to try to remove Ryan Grant or Chester Rogers. You know what I mean? So there's a chance Hines might just be a complete bust. But right now I'm rolling him out, especially with the volume he's getting. Um, okay, I'm asking for a friend. Hines or Alex Collins this week? It's not Ooh. for a friend. It's, it's for me. It, Non-PPR <laughs> is standard. <laughs> ah, that's a good one. Non PPR, I would probably lean Collins. They're, he's going against uh, Cleveland, right? Yeah, that's a tough one. I would just hate to start a like Hines on a Thursday in a standard league. That's the only reason I would go Collins. Yeah, no, I'm on the same boat. The only reason why I'm a little nervous about Collins is because he did fumble. Harbaugh did talk shit about him, you know, like and hey, he can't do that shit, and then he benched him the whole second half. Um, you know, Collins yeah. still look good, but Collins isn't getting the volume I thought he would. But yeah, that's he's a, getting. Yeah, that's a good it's one. Frustrating. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think I'll still have Collins ranked higher just because of uh, the scoring potential and the volume that he might get in the in the rushing game, um, especially against the Colts. I think they're going to be running a lot. Um, I don't know. I maybe think, you, you might have talked to me into Hines. You know, if he gets if he gets ten or eleven targets and catches six or seven of those for say 60 yards and maybe scores that could he could outproduce collins this week i think you talked to me in the hines really okay all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna go adjust my roster you, see, you hear that guys <laughs> um so let's move over to did we talk about the uh patriots running backs just briefly but we can go into it yeah i mean like i mentioned earlier i think sony michelle is um the safest start oh you know what this is a a, a revenge game for philip dorsett Oh, that's right. I just really the revenge is, narrative. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm rolling Philidor set comfortably out there as a wide receiver three. There you go. Um, I don't. Oh, what were we saying about uh, running back? I think you're rolling Sony, Sony Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, you got to. He had a really good game last week. The Colts are giving up almost four yards per carry. And if New England gets up big, like we all think they are, or it's projected they will, they're going to run a lot of Sony Michelle out there. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, in the simple, we just talked about the Colts running back. So there's not, I mean, you're starting James White, you're starting Stone Michelle if you need to. Um, so for the tight ends, I mean, if Gronk's out, I mean, you don't you don't start Dwayne Allen. I think you just move on and just bench him and go after Vance McDonald or, you know, another tight end that might be, you know, Antonio Gates. I don't think there's, you don't, you don't, you don't handcuff and Gronk with Dwayne Allen or anything like that. No, last year everyone jumped on and Gronk missed a couple of games. I think everyone jumped on Dwayne Allen and he had a big fat zero. So don't ever play Gronk's replacement. I think Gronk will play though. Yeah, no, I do too. But you know there is that chance because it is Thursday night. They might try and save him. And I, I could see the Colts thinking, the Patriots thinking, this is an easy game. They'll just bench him and save him for um, you know, week six or week five, week six. It's week six. Wow, yeah, there is that possibility. Um, so with, uh, the Colts, they have Ebron with Doyle out. I think Ebron is, I mean, for me, I think he's the safe, you know, top six matchup easily. I mean, there's not a lot of good tight ends right now and he's, you know, he's producing enough to make him viable. I know. I hate to say it cause I fucking hate Ebron. I'm a Lions <laughs> fan and he's had drops left and right. And it's funny because he had a couple of good games early, scored a couple of touchdowns for the Colts and then he dropped a couple of touchdowns. I think it was week three. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, Ebron sucks. He drops everything. I was like, yeah, us Lions fans know. We've been seeing it for years. 
So, but it is safe to say that Ebron is probably a top eight, top six guy this week because Luck has to throw it to somebody, and he he loves his short throws. He loves his tight ends, and Ebron is probably their best red zone threat too when they get down there. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I mean, who uh, like? There's no other safe tight end right now. I mean, okay, I'll name two. There's Ertz, Kelsey, Gronk. Um, I think then there's Ebron and Jimmy Graham. I mean, I can't think of anyone yeah, else. Yeah, Jimmy Graham's not even that safe. He's not getting the volume to be safe. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you have – I mean, Ebron is a top five. Did, oh, Jared, Jared I, Cook. Well, but, I mean, do you really trust Jared Cook? Do you hell, really? yeah. Do you, hell yeah. I'm starting him on two <laughs> different teams. And he's getting tons of volume, and he's getting a lot I, of red zone looks there. But it's Jared Cook, you know? Like, it, it's but been look at his numbers. Years. He's like top three. <laughs> Don't trust he's the guys. <laughs> Okay, fine. There's Jared Cook. I mean, you're kind of like Ebron is a must start right now in the tight end world. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah, no, definitely. Tight end world is very slim and very scary this year. Yeah, I mean, so OJ Howard didn't draft out. early. <laughs> yeah, OJ Howard's out. Jimmy Graham's out. I meant Jimmy Graham. Greg Olson's out. Delaney Walker's out. Uh, Hunter Henry's out. We're down four of the top 12 um, tight ends right now. It's yeah, not... uh, I think there's another one too that went out this week. Oh, um, Howard, OJ Howard. Yeah, you said that. I thought there was one more. Uh, yeah. uh, nah, I got nothing. Yeah, but um, the moral of the story: tight end hasn't been good. Don't ever draft a tight end early. No, it's not pretty. I mean, I would, I guess, if you're ending up with Ertz, Kelsey. I, you know, honestly, I don't even know we're going to talk about this, but I'm, I'm fucking moving Gronk all the way down to uh, tight end three. I'd rather have Ertz and uh, Kelsey rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if that's too bold or whatever, but um, yeah, I think that's the end of our podcast, man. Yeah, short and sweet today. I think we pretty much covered anything. Is there anything you want to look forward to this weekend? Any big games that uh, you think people need to play, must plays or anything? I mean, I honestly, I think Heinz is a must play right now. Um, oh, some interesting news. We didn't try to talk about this, but Devontae Adams... Geronimo Allison's in concussion protocol, and Randall Cobb is practicing with um, the rehab team. I think there's a chance that we see Marquez, Marquez Stantling. How do you say Scantling? Scantling Valdez or something like that. Yeah, I think that if any of those guys, if it's if Devonte Adams is out, I think Marquez, you know, slides into flex territory. You know, obviously he's not going to slide in if Cobb's out, but if you end up losing Allison. I think there's a chance you start seeing uh, a little bit of Marquez. I think he's a sneaky pickup, um, you know, especially if you're desperate with bye weeks um, taking effect now. Yeah, you never know. Aaron Rodgers likes to throw the ball. He spreads it around. If he trusts you, which he did, I think, uh, Scantling, Valdez, Scantling, Marquez. <laughs> Mar- Mar- Marquez, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. Is his yeah, MVS. Yeah, he had a, a catch or two last game, so. Yeah, he had a, he's he's the only rookie so far that I think has has caught a ball. I think he's caught it in four or three straight games. So um, yeah, I think he's definitely if you're going to look for a deep dive in the Green Bay territory, I think he's the rookie to pick up, especially in Dynasty. I mean, I picked up in our Dynasty league, and I think I'm going to hold on to him right now because he's the only rookie, you know, producing over there. Um, There's going to be a lot of fantasy points in that game. It's going to be a shootout, I think, in the Dome and yeah. in Detroit. What's crazy is Detroit's 
allowing the third fewest uh, points to quarterbacks, which, you know, I think that's tremendous. And they started off the season so poor, it's interesting to see them develop that way. Um, Yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> what do we have coming forward for what, what are the next couple of pods coming up for Eat Sleep Fantasy? I think tomorrow, Brito and Dill are going to be talking about, uh, they're going to go into every game of the week. And uh, we need to start dropping some more pods, man. This shit's getting weak. I had Brito bail on me, Dale bail on me, Dale's on a flight. I'm fucking recording in a hotel, whispering. <laughs> I'm on back-to-back weeks here, man. You got to feature man. me. You got to put my picture on the front page now. <laughs> You're a fucking regular, Mark. I like it. <laughs> we'll yeah, man, I appreciate like, you having mark. me on again. Yeah, we like having you. Um, you know, you, you come in the clutch. That's good. We like that. We'll just put you right next to me. You know, we're going to like Armando with Mark. There we go. Every time we can do the Thursday <laughs> pot every week. I'm down. I'm down. I'll tell Dale he's out. All, All right, right guys. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can follow us at eat sleep FF. And also don't be surprised if Dale inserts, um, a few ads in the middle of this, he's not recording, but he's going to do some pre-recording. So it's going to be a little weird. and be like this nasally, Hey guys, please download this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Just I love your Dale voice. <laughs> I, I just pull my nose, I, I glitch my nose, and then I try to talk really, really white. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So follow us at Eat Sleep FF. You can follow me at Thunder Crespo and Mark at what T Anderson. Anderson T nine X. Go check out our article page. Uh, Clayton does a good job with start sits and weekly waiver. JJ posted an article on uh, Thursday night games and what you should expect from a fantasy point. He went back through two or three years of research on all the games. So that's really good stuff. Check that out. And yeah, ch- hit, hit up the website and go to the article pages and hit us up on Twitter. Let us know you're reading the stuff. We like to Ooh, hear that man. kind of stuff. Mark, you're good at this, man. You're really good at this. I like it. And also, we want to give some mad props, like you said, to Clayton, who uh, put together our prep. So much props to you. Um, and don't forget to download our DFS stuff. Um, $5 for lineups, and they're actually doing really well. People are making some money off them, so definitely yep, four check for out. Four for four. Yep, DFS and Dynasty $5 lineups. Uh, people are actually starting to download a lot for that, so it's, it's, I'm liking it. You um, got all right, to, guys. man. They're four for four. They're about to go I, five for five this week. Making money, man. I'm, I, I don't even play out. DFS. I don't even play DFS, but I'm going to start taking these lineups, you know, see see if I can make some money off well, you them. Well, you don't have to do any research. You just uh, pay your five bucks and take their lineup and stick it in and win money. I mean, it's that easy. They do all the work for you. You should go to – yeah. There was, there was a joke there I could have inserted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right, everyone. I didn't give you the spot. <laughs> nope. Have a good night, guys. All right. Peace out, E-Nation. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.